with the uh, 2022 Revolve 24 podcast. And we have two of the pundits of the sport of ultra cycling. We have Rupert and Macca. Now, Rupert uh, started his journey in ultra cycling um, amongst the uh, elite of Revolve 24, and Macca has, uh, has finished on the podium at every attempt of Revolve 24, which would be twice. So I might start off with Macca. Um, what does it take, having gone through COVID and having been through the last two years, what does it take to actually approach an event like Revolve 24 and with the view of, of potentially winning it? It's exciting. It's something to give you a purpose to get out of bed in the morning, ride your bike all around town, keep fit, and it's a really exciting challenge. But, uh, so when we spoke earlier today, you were saying look, you're aiming for 800 kilometres in 24 hours. That's to the average person that seems unfathomable. I mean, how do you come up with that number? And what you know, give me more behind 800 kilometres in 24 hours. Oh, it's taken 800 kilometres in 24 hours to win both times, and I've been short of that. So I think I need to do that this year. So what does that take? I mean, for, for the average person that would be wondering, what does it take to do 800 kilometres in 24 hours around a racetrack? I, it, we try to ride at 35 kilometres an hour and then limit the amount of time that you stop. So there'll be no sleeping and try and limit the, all the stops combined to less than 35 minutes. How do you train for that? Just get on your bike and ride all around Sydney. That's it? Yeah, long times on the bike. Some strength training in the gym, but mostly endurance, low heart rate training on the bike. And nutrition? So obviously you're not going to be stopping for pizzas. Like how, does, how does your body function and what do you do in terms of fueling that? The same as most other cycling races, high sugar. Uh, a lot of electrolytes. I've seen a lot of other people in the races cramp in the last few hours, and fatigue. When the fatigue sets in, they just haven't fueled early enough. So it really is anything high sugar, high carbohydrate, and easily digestible. And Rupert, uh, you hit the big six zero the other day. A lot of people wouldn't realise that you're sixty. That you know, you got the body of a forty year old <laughs> and the mind of a twelve year old. I mean, it's <laughs> is is this what helps you? pursue this this ultra cycling career um well i've just been taking notes of what maca just said so um <laughs> it seems to work for him um no it's it's um you know ultra ultra distance cycling has really been something that I've, I've got into you know since i first did revolve and obviously the first indie pack um and each each ultra event you learn something from you know no matter how the performance goes what your benchmarks you're aiming for um, it's never a failure because you usually learn so much and that helps you for the next one. So in many ways, I think ultra cycling, once you get into it, um, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly a life sentence because I can't see myself getting out of it now. It's going to follow me through till the day I, I uh, uh, say farewell or adieu. Hopefully I get a chance to say farewell. Actually. It's been a bit of a, a, a stepping stone, hasn't it, from the mm. first revolve mm. to then the next revolve to then this revolve. I mean... Yep. It's almost been witnessing an evolution of a species. Take me through your journey over uh, over yeah. the, the, the recent time. You could probably see the photos, which, which show so different uh, the evolution uh, of, of me as an ultra rider. But it, it all seriousness, I remember when I first uh, did the first revolve, and one of my motivating forces was uh, uh, someone uh, uh, someone quite high up in South Australian cycling. I heard secondhand 
that they thought, oh, Rupert Guinness ride 24 hours. He's got no chance of riding 24 hours. So obviously someone who, uh, you know, <laughs> I took the bait big time and, um, and that was a motivating force for me. So really my goal then was to ride 24 hours uh, to prove this person wrong. Um, I'm not suggesting that's the right motivation, but that was the, the, the truth that got me through. Um, and that, that first event I remember was... was uh, brutal. Brutal. The conditions there with, this, with the sand sweeping across the unfinished uh, motor racing circuit. And uh, it was that bad, that funny. It was that bad it was funny. You know, you thought this is, this is one of these things you're going to remember and talk about no matter what, what happens. And I think it was, looking back, it was great for the event because it really established... Um, the crazies or perceived craziness of it, which is what I think um, a lot of people get out of ultra-distance riding anyway, and whether it's 24 hours or a week-day race or race across America or the IndyPak, the craziness of it, and that what comes out of your heart and soul when you prepare, and um, and that's pretty much what's kept me going ever since, I guess. And that's that's what Revolve was set up for as a qualifier for Race Across America, mm. um, and then you blink, and the time's gone past, and... You're now heading to race across America. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, when, I did, when I did the first um, uh, Revolve, I remember I didn't tick the box for do you want to qualify for, for race across America. When I did the second one, I did tick the box there. I'd already um, earned a, sp- a place in race across America through my IndyPak rides. But, um, uh, um, and here I am now um, uh, on the cusp I could say I guess in, in ultra terms you can say you're on the cusp of of a, of a race across America start touchwood and so long as I stay fit and healthy and um, there's the evolution there because the things I've learned um, I'm glad that I haven't done RAM yet because I don't not so sure I would have got the best out of myself that I could do and I really respect that event um, and it's great that Australia has a qualifier like Revolve there you know it's a different type of ride than, than Race Across America, but it's, it's, it's got the basic elements that you need, uh, as Mac was saying, just to ride, ride as fast as you can for as long as you can, stop as little as you can, uh, and focus on fueling. You, and that's what you've got to do in Race Across America, whether it's a one-day event or a 12-day event. The, 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 the concept's the same. And Dave, uh, Dave Fells here with us, uh, the race director and, uh, and brains behind Revolve 24 or, or Withering Brains uh, after putting it on through some of the most testing times in cycling history. It must give you a warm heart to see that a regular bloke like Root started out as most of the riders can do in the race and say, I am going to do Race Across America but I'm going to start with Revolve and now it's happening. I think it's fantastic to see Root go from his first Revolve 24 event to today and to see the change in his body shape and to see the change in his mental attitude um, is quite remarkable. And uh, it it just goes to show that anybody can, if they put their mind to it, anybody can. Uh, And that's what I like about Revolve 24 because you get all sorts of people taking part, all sorts. Some people who want to compete and they want to, you know, do 800, 700 kilometers. Some people who want to complete it like Root was in the first year, just get round. <laughs> or some people who want to do it for charity and raise as much funds as they can for, for the charities we support. Um, and you've got a 24-hour and a 12-hour and a 6-hour. So I've got a little story about a, a woman um, in Adelaide and uh, she contacted me um, for the first Revolve 24 and said, look, I'm, I'm very interested in entering a team of four in the 
12 hours so that we only ride for three hours because that's the maximum I can do. Uh, I said, yep, okay, good. And said, my husband's going to ride in the 24-hour solo. Okay, okay. Um, and then later on, I messaged her back and said, don't you want to be there for the whole time that your husband's riding? Why don't you ride in a four-person in the 24-hour? And she said, well, yeah, okay, I'll talk to my friends. Anyway, so she shifted to the 24 hours. Last time out, she did 24-hour solo. Wow. So she has gone from being, oh, I could ride three hours on this track at a push if I really feel good, to 24-hour solo. Uh, so the, the thing is, it, it seems like a, an insurmountable distance and time to, but you can ride as much as you like. You can stop whenever you want. You don't have to do 700 kilometers. You can do 100 kilometers. Everyone has their personal achievement. Exactly, uh, but you'll feel wonderful and be worthy of a lot of praise for having been on track for that 24-hour period. So, Maka, when you listen to that and you, you think that you've gone back to push literally a limit, so it's not like you're doing the 100K if you want. You want you've been aiming for 800, and, and when people say you've just dropped short, that extra distance is quite enormous in your mind. How mentally do you, because it's a mental game at this point, physically you're in great shape, how mentally do you get your head around that final gap? I look at it as fun. Uh, what I find about the Revolve weekend is that my whole family comes down and we get to enjoy it all together. Uh, without the support of my family, I wouldn't be able to ride around the track and have as few breaks as I do because they prepare all my nutrition and I just fly into the pits, pick it up and move on. So as a family, we do get a lot of out of the trip and yeah, it's just a lot of fun to try and push that little bit harder and achieve a little bit more. And Roop, lastly, you, you've learnt over the last 12 months that it's more of a mind game than a physical game. Um, based on that, how, how's your mindset going into this, knowing what you've got ahead, and also a little secret will reveal you're not just stop, stopping at Revolve after the 24 hours, you're going to keep riding? Yeah, well, uh, the first part, um, uh, this, this Revolve, um, it's a really important uh, component of my Race Across America preparation and um, I think that um, what what I uh, this will be the first revolve I go into like with a race mentality so you're going to see a different Rupert um, mentally uh, I won't be a bad no, I won't be a snark around the pit area <laughs> but I'll, I'll be a bit sharper uh, mentally I'll be a bit more I'll be more focused you know because I need to use this is a really important platform to uh to see where I'm at um, uh, with a view to, to race across America with that mindset. You know, I'm not putting too much pressure on myself, though. don't get me wrong, I'm not going to pull, you know, it, it is 24 hours, you've, but it's just I want to I want to uh, go with a different mindset. You know, in the past, I've, I've, I've probably stopped too many times, which is probably one of my uh, uh, foibles in ultra riding anyway, we've seen in Darwin to Adelaide and, uh, and in Indy packs, you know, and I get easily distracted. You know, that's that's you know, if someone says, "Hey, Rip, what?" Oh, yeah, and I start wandering off and talking to people. So, and, and when I do have my stops, I'm going to be quicker and sharper. Um, I don't have to chat to everyone, so apologies in advance if that happens. Uh, but um, I, I want to see how I go with that, and and I need to be to keep. And, and and the time you lose by stopping momentum as well is is, is huge. So that's the first thing. Um, and secondly. Um, uh, yeah, with yeah, with a view to Ram, 
uh, what I'm going to uh, my coach Marco Bello he has in my ram preparation a, a hell week uh, he has it for all the ultras that you do. He had to do it last year for Darwin to Adelaide as well. And, uh, and Hell Week's meant to be a week where you just, just basically overload <laughs> overload the, the legs and the, and probably the mind as well with, uh, with a really hard training week. So going to finish Revolve and keep on going. And going to ride down through from Tail and Bend um, the next day towards uh, down to Victoria, down to Warrnambool uh, on the... Uh, coast there and then I'm going to head to Victoria obviously no, we're in Victoria we're going to head to Melbourne uh, and then I'm going to finish Hell Week at the summit of Falls Creek so I'm going to have a nice big mountain to empty the tank out on to hopefully get around 2000 k's including the revolve distance uh, in the legs uh, in, a, in a week in the Let's Go Motorhome with following behind me we're going to be camping out and uh, as we hit the roads so I won't even be able to have uh, the excuse of saying there's a town up we've got to stop at you know we've got to stop now we're going to stop well when Nathan uh, Roderick my crew chief uh, says that's enough route we'll stop the motorhome and sleep there so, and I heard he doesn't like stopping too much so you're going to be riding quite a bit no no that was where he, it, was, it, got a bit, it became a bee in his bonnet in Darwin to Adelaide that I would stop you know and uh, so uh, that's the point that's one of the points in all seriousness for this uh, hell week is, is you know if you have a support crew there in this case Nathan will be the crew chief um, you know, he's, he'll be able to hone his uh, tough person's uh, mentality that he's going to have to use in RAM to push me to places that I would not necessarily want to go to at the time. And I've got to respond. So it's actually quite an important phase with the communication between your crew chief and yourself when you're tired mentally and physically. Well, as it is at Revolve, when you've got people supporting you going around the track, it's, it's a microcosm yeah. of that, yeah? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Actually, interesting what you say with, with Mac's support crew and his family. Uh, I dovetailed into that in the last Revolve because they needed something else to do because Macca doesn't stop much. And I said, well, I can, I can entertain you with some stops. And, and so, so Kel and the family, they, uh, they volunteered. I sort of you know, found a little nook in their area and dropped my bags and... Um, so uh, there was one moment where I, did, I had a little lie down for like five minutes and it somehow in the video it lasted for 12 over, minutes it looked like yeah. I had a big sleep yeah 12 minutes and uh, yeah. in any case so mm. look uh, if anyone wants to come down and, and either ride or join in or watch uh, watch these crazy guys and girls ride around last weekend in March and if anyone uh, around uh, Falls Creek Victoria sees uh, a rather fit Rupert Guinness on a fluorescent bike riding up and down hills well you know what he's doing so best of luck to everyone and uh, we'll see you on the road